So I am not someone who believes in cleanses and detox and diets and mainly because they're just a quick fix. Hey everyone, welcome back to Planted. I'm your host Shade, and I am a plant-based holistic nutritionist. Happy New Year. It is 2020, which is super exciting, start of a new decade, and as well as January. And with January, we all know that usually there are resolutions that come into play and you know we're really looking for ways to up level our game today i wanted to make a episode on natural ways to detox and i use the word detox here lightly so i am not someone who believes in cleanses and detox and diets and mainly because they're just a quick fix. And, you know, one of the reasons why I really loved holistic nutrition was that it got to the bottom of the root cause. It got to why we were feeling the way that we were feeling And also, it took time. So my journey has been years in the making, and it's not perfect, and I still have some symptoms that come up now and then, but the difference is I have the tools and the resources to help me combat those those symptoms now. And so really... What I wanted to do today was to hopefully give you guys a bit of a toolkit and provide some education around what detoxing um, means, how we can detox, and also provide you with some foods as well so that we're not in a state of hunger, we're not irritable, because all of that is actually not beneficial for our bodies. Uh, You know, when we are in hunger mode, our cortisol levels go up. If we're irritable, we know that there isn't a lot of we're not joyful, um, right? And so we could be missing out on some really important uh, things that are happening because we are not in a state where we're feeling at ease. And so really this, uh, this episode, I really do hope will provide you some, some information uh, to help you look at your 2020 goals when it comes to health and wellness um, in a different light. And one in which you do decide to take up a lifestyle change versus a diet and really take the time to get to know where those symptoms are coming from. All right, so if we think about detox, like what exactly is a detox, right? So detox is short for detoxification, meaning um, we are clearing out the toxins that are in our bodies. Uh, Now, our bodies are set up to do this naturally. And so 
There are some things, though, that we have to keep in mind that could potentially cause our bodies to not be fully set up to naturally detox. Things such as poor digestion, um, colon dysfunction, um, reduced liver um, function, uh, poor elimination through our kidneys, our skin, our lungs. This all adds to toxicity. And so if these, again, root causes aren't taken care of, you doing a cleanse or a detox, you may not get the long-term benefits because, again, if you have poor digestion, doing something for five, seven, ten days isn't necessarily going to help that depending on what that detox is or that cleanses because in order to aid in getting your digestion back up and running, you need to provide your body with the right nutrients. And a huge one is fiber. So eating leafy greens is something that's huge. Having your flax seeds, having your chia seeds, um, psyllium husk is something that's also really great. And these aren't supplements. These are foods that we can add into our smoothies. These are foods we can bake with, we can cook with. Um, I love to add chia seeds and blueberries to my water. And for one, it's yummy. For two, looks kind of cool. And it just makes it interesting. And it makes it fun. And that is really a big thing as well. When I talk to um, people about nutrition and and about holistic living, a big part that I want to get through to them is really having fun with getting to know yourself, having fun with being curious about about you and about how your body works and what works for your body. And so that is... Um, what detoxing is. And so we're eliminating toxins from our body. When we have toxins in our body, it doesn't work optimally, which is why we want to clear them out. Uh, our bodies are smart. You know, it, it knows what we need um, to do to support the maintenance. We, however, are the drivers of this vessel that we have. Think of it like a car. So in order for our car to work optimally, we need to fuel it with the right foods or <laughs> we don't fuel our car with foods. Um, we need to fuel the car with the right gas fuel. <laughs> I may or may not drive and have to put gas in my car often, but you get what I mean. And the same thing with our bodies. And I talk about this all the time, you know, fueling our bodies with the right nutrients is really what's going to help us, um, is really what's going to help us. And so we have to fuel our, the car with the right fuel and also, if we need to take it in for tune-ups, we need to change the tires in the winter, etc. Same thing goes for our bodies. Eating seasonally is going to be huge on your uh, digestion because the seasonal foods have the most nutrients in them. And as well, it's the foods that our bodies are probably craving. So think, for example, when I think of, when we think of winter, when I think of winter, when I want to eat, it's usually warm oatmeal. It's a sweet potato that's baked. It's 
you know, chilies and it's stews. And then in the summertime, for sure, I want my smoothies. I want to cool my body down. I want that quick energy. But in the fall and winter, it's really all about that slow living and that taking the time to make those those stews so that you know we can get all the nutrients and it's and it's cooked on on slow and low so that we are still getting the nutrients and we're not cooking out everything and making it into um mush basically so when we think about diseases especially especially degenerative diseases um this comes from congestion and stagnation in our bodies. So we will talk about some organs that are important uh, in terms of the detox phase. And these organs need to be working again optimally in order for us to detox in the right way. Um, So I'm not here to say you shouldn't necessarily do a juice cleanse. You can add, but, but the difference is I'm saying add juices to your day-to-day and then also have a nutrient-rich soup that has fiber because fiber is huge. In order for us to eliminate, that is what bulks the stool. It's what lowers our blood sugar so that we're not craving, you know, um, cookies and chocolates and, you know, we're not having these crazy um sugar spikes and then these lows. And so it really is important that we are using the, we are getting the right nutrients. And so, you know, juice cleanse, sure. But, you know, just having juice for X amount of days and not actually eating food. And if you remember in my first episode of the gut series about where it all starts, I talked about where digestion starts and it starts in, well, it starts with our mind, us thinking about, you know, the food and then us getting excited to eat it. And then it starts in our mouth. So when we're chewing, right, we are excreting enzymes. Those enzymes are getting ready to digest our proteins and our carbs and our fats. But if we don't have those to digest, and if we don't have those to really help us uh, get the nutrients that we need. We're not doing our body um, justice and we're not treating it in the way that um, it should be. And so I, you know, I love juices. I have a green juice almost every other day, but with the way that I already eat, which is a whole foods, plant-based lifestyle way. And so I'll have my, my oatmeal in the morning and then for you know, a snack or not a snack, but, you know, before lunch, um, and after breakfast, I'll have a green juice, um, so that I can get those, that new, those nutrients in. So there's definitely a way to do it. And I think that that is just so, so key. So if we think about, um, what I'm t- so what I'm talking about here, it really is important to, you know, find a nutritionist um, that you feel connected to if you are looking to start a cleanse. Because the one thing, at least for myself, when I work with clients, I'm asking the question why. Why are we cleansing? Why are we detoxing? Or why do you feel that you need to? Um, because 
it's not a fad or a diet, you know, and it, again, it's coming back to that root cause. And I really truly believe that if, if the why is, is something in which, you know, you have been maybe struggling with for some time, then that's really important to get to the root cause of. If we think about our bodies detoxing naturally, sleep, like, you know, sleep is huge. So again, it's not a fad. It's not a diet. It's like, what do I eat? What don't I eat? And this is why, again, I will keep saying, you know, from a holistic um, nutritionist, why I love it is because yes, there are foods that we can use, but also lifestyle, sleep. You know, if we think about it, um, this is the time when our body has, we're not up and running and thinking and, you know, being bombarded by all the distractions and stimuli and our body can detox and cleanse itself. So at nighttime, it's the longest time when we fast. So you're, you know, doing a detox slash cleanse, I'm using air quotes here, our bodies do this naturally, right? So getting that seven to eight hours, that's so important. Uh, Making sure that the last meal that you eat is about two to three hours before you go to sleep so that your body has digested the food and then, you know, it's not digesting while you're sleeping and then um, running into the fasting time when you are when you uh, are asleep that's also really important and it helps um, our bodies rebuild and repair so if you are someone who works out a lot um, there is the growth hormone growth hormone that um, basically we we talk about it a lot when it's children, babies growing up into toddler stage because their growth hormone is so high because they're growing. And that's why if you think of infants, they sleep so much. Like their growth hormone is like through the roof because they are um, growing little babes. And so we also, as adults, we do um, secrete growth hormone and it usually does start secretion around 11. So ideally, and hey, I especially someone that has a full life, like going to bed by 11 is sometimes not the most, is not the easiest thing to do, but I do try. And um, the main thing is that you want to be making sure you're getting that seven to eight hours of sleep so that the hormones and the functions in our body are actually able to do what they're supposed to do. Uh, Detoxing and cleansing for seasons. So I talked a bit about eating for the season. And this is something that, again, like I said, is very real. And so really makes a good time to look at, you know, even what type of workouts we're doing. Um, maybe you don't feel like doing those hit workouts as you would in the summertime five days a week and you need to incorporate more yoga and that is okay that is what your body needs maybe you do hit for one or two days and then you do your yoga the other two to three days really um thinking about and listening to what your body needs and also from a 
physical space, you may start to feel that you want to change things up, like when it, the seasons come about. That's also a way to detox and to cleanse and to purge. And so I know in the summertime, so like usually in August, I get an urge to purge. Um, that was not meant to rhyme, but it did. But I do get an um, urge to purge. Um, and I will go through and clean out drawers and, you know, start to donate some of the the clothing from the summer that I didn't wear so that I can make space for some new fall items that I'm going to purchase. And so, you know, you make some coin, which is always great. And then also your um, beloved uh, clothing pieces that you had before now in a in a new home so that's always a plus as well so when we think about what it, the detox is um the goal is to reduce the toxins in our bodies so there are certain things that we want to um, take out of our diet, so chemicals, um, sugar, and that really comes from processed foods, right? Alcohol, caffeine, drugs, those are all things that you want to take out of your diet if you are looking to do a, um, to, to cleanse your body of, of the toxins. And so, if we think about, I know everyone's like, caffeine, but what about, and I think here, you know, at the end of the day, we got to live as well. And so if you have four cups, try maybe having three. If you have three, try having two. If you add regular milk, try adding plant-based milk. If you add sugar, try adding in some cinnamon. And so it's baby steps, you know. And so going into something full force is sometimes and not even sometimes, most of the time it is really difficult. And so really making sure that we are taking the time that we need for our bodies to also absorb the changes, right? Too much change can be a lot on our bodies. And so really making sure that we are indeed starting starting slow. We're starting slow here. Slow and steady wins the race or the waste. Slow and steady wins the race. That is the is what we're talking about. So if we think about um, detoxing, there are six systems that help us get rid of toxin, toxins. We've got our lungs, we've got our lymph, we've got our colon, we've got the kidneys, we've got the skin, and we've got our liver. So these are all of our organ systems that we want to make sure are working optimally. And so in order for us to know that we're doing it right, you know, you want to be able to take a bit of inventory. Okay, how are my bowels? How, um, you know, do I feel lethargic? Do I feel fatigued? Um, you know, how is my skin? Skin? How is my skin? Um, do I tend to break out certain times of the month? Do I tend to break out? Am I, have I, am I having a flare-up right now? Why could that be? What have I eaten? So really even thinking about these things are really going to be important because that's going to help uh, you. It's going to help you with getting the most out of your body naturally detoxing 
I use the word detox and cleanse loosely because I'm not talking in regards, speaking about it in regards to the way that, you know, you do a five to seven day something to get something out of it. We're really here working on the, our, on maximizing our body's way of detoxing. So it's important that we are really getting rid of toxins because we want to regulate our digestive system. We want to get brighter skin. We want to stabilize our blood sugar and our hormone levels as well. And so it's a good, it's, it's who and who should detox, I mean, again, or who should be asking themselves these questions. And this is um, everyone, right? And so if you, again, if you are feeling that there is some digestive issues, um, if you feel that there is um, inflammation, um, if your skin has been acting up, if maybe, you know, for us women, like there are some more PMS symptoms. Um, if we're noticing that we're um, getting hungry, like right after we eat, and which means that our blood sugar isn't balanced, then these are all things to keep in to, to keep in mind that our bodies are probably filled with toxins. And so, chronic fatigue, arthritis, um, definitely take a take take these tips and implement because it definitely will help suffering with bloating, insomnia, constipation, abdominal weight, um, allergies, joint pain, fatigue. Um, it can definitely be a great way to start and then giving our digestive systems a rest in regards to, and how we're giving our digestive system a rest are by staying away from, again, the processed foods, the sugar, the alcohol, the caffeine, and and when I speak about drugs, I'm not talking about like illegal drugs here, even things such as the Advil and the aspirin. So those actually are not, um, they're not great for our digestive system and they actually eat away at our um, digestive um, walls. And so if you do find that you are taking a lot of Advil, a lot of aspirin for, you know, migraines, headaches, cramping, Let's get to the root cause of that. What is causing your migraines? I know a lot of people said, oh, you know, like my, it's a family thing. My sister has it. My mom has it. I get it. There are a lot of family things in my family as well. But for me, I'm just like, well, it's going to end with me, you know? And so it's like, let's get to the root cause. It's like, because the way that my lifestyle is and my my aunts and uncles and 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 my um mom are is very different and so i truly believe that with starting from within starting from what we fuel our minds and our bodies we definitely can heal ourselves and so with a few great practitioners in your back pocket a great nutritionist um as well as a naturopath um and then of course you know if you want to go a little further and up the ante acupuncture osteopath all of it but again this is uh slow and steady and so giving our digestive systems is really um an important is important and the way we're doing it is staying away from those foods that really wreak havoc on our digestive system and on our livers and as well as um our kidneys so if we think about the 
organ systems that we really need to uh, take into consideration when we are looking to rid our bodies of toxins. Um, the first one I want to talk about is our lungs. Now, we may not think about our lungs as, you know, part of the detoxification process, but it is, right? So if we think about um, those little hairs that are in our nose, they're there for a reason. They do trap dust and um, dirt particles from getting into our systems, right? So there, that is their main job to do. So deep breathing helps the body with added oxygen so that our body can function, right? So the hairs, they make sure that particles don't get into our system so that we don't have a bunch of dust and dirt all up in our blood um, and getting us sick all the time, um, which is why, you know, they always say like, when you are around people that are sick, and I mean, we shouldn't just be touching our nose and our eyes, but particularly because really um, this is where the the viruses can can transfer to um, our system, to our to our bodies. So, and then oxygen, right? So, getting the right amount of oxygen, like that is why you know, if I think about yoga and about even meditation, like I am a huge believer in meditation and I also feel so much lighter and so much better post meditation like I have this burst of energy and I realize it's because I'm breathing and so I think it was probably two three weeks ago I was walking home and I remember letting out a sigh and not a woe is me sigh but it was like a just yeah, a sigh. And I was like, oh my goodness, I don't think I took like a full deep breath. Like I'm talking belly breath. And I remember when I started reading about meditation and, you know, they did, I remember reading saying that most of us, we breathe from our chest up. And so we aren't even using like, you know, the full function of our lungs and the diaphragm and the belly. And, it totally made me um, think about just even going back to my meditation practice because I I did stop my meditation practice um, not for any reason I just kind of just it just came to a halt I'm not really sure why um, I stopped but I still have a really great morning routine but I stopped uh, meditating with an app anyways and I would still have um, quiet time but it wasn't necessarily intentional for breathing it was um it was more so a meditation on the word, which again is great. But for me now, I know um, both are important. So meditating on the word as well as making sure that I am fully setting my day up by setting up how I'm going to show up in the world and how I'm going to breathe as well. Because yeah, it was wild. It was a very... Um, it was a very interesting moment, and so I've, I've started my meditation practice, and it, again, like the first time I started, I just have seen just so many great benefits, and I like to think that I'm quite present, and I am um, quite present, but I, I also noticed, um, you know, my mind wandering, and so all the good things about meditation, this is going off topic, I'm talking about oxygen and our body and breathing, so a tip here is to try taking some deep breaths or smelling some 
grounding essential oils. I love lavender. Um, it's very calming. And so, you know, in the morning, again, I'm huge on morning routines. I posted about this on my Instagram last week, maybe the week before. And so, you know, setting yourself a quick morning routine and I'm saying a couple breaths. So it's like you wake up, have some essential oil, like next to your um, bedside table and you can just put a couple in your hand, rub it together and just take three to five breaths before you're, you plant your feet on the ground and start your day. So that does the lungs. And then we've got our lymph. Okay. So our lymph nodes as what they're known as or lymphatic system um, circulates throughout the body from our head to our toe and then um, our lymph the lymphocytes actually help fight off infections so I'm sure we may have at one point in our lives had swollen tonsils so that is a sign that there is an, our body is uh, fighting off an infection couple ways I love to get the lymph circulating is to dry brush. Um, also, I haven't tried this, but I have read and I actually need to try it because there is a place in um, Vancouver. Actually, uh, a friend of mine, Melissa, she teaches and I think she's the only one that teaches it, but jumping up and down on a trampoline, it's actually a workout. Um, and it's also really great for getting, um, for circulating our, um, the lymph as well. And then yoga massages. I'm a huge fan of the gua sha, gua sha for your face. And so gua sha is great for, um, getting the lymph moving. Um, and so, I mean, I probably won't do a gua sha tutorial. I mean, maybe I will if you guys want to see. But there are certain ways ways that we are to use the gua sha to help get the fluids and to decrease inflammation in our face. Um, the dry brushing also does the same thing. It stimulates circulation. And so it helps moving um, our lymph around as well. So those are a couple of tips there. Our colon, another organ system that's super important. Um, you know, this one is one that's near and dear to my heart. Eating a whole foods, plant-based diet is the way to go. Fiber, fiber, and more fiber. Um, but start slow. I know I'm, I talk about fiber a lot, but our, so research show Canadians, we eat about 14 grams of fiber, and the goal is between 30 and 38 grams. So I definitely don't want you guys going out and you, and and just being like, I need to have 35 grams, knowing that maybe you only eat 5, 10, 15 grams like that. You're not going to be happy. You're going to be messaging me being like, what did you do? I feel worse because fiber does a couple of things. Um, and there are two types. And so if we're eating a lot of the insoluble, which helps bulk the stool, like you are going and you're not drinking enough water as well, it's not going to be pleasant. So start small, add in some flax seeds to your smoothie. Um, if it's the summer, I mean, hey, some people like smoothies in the winter and it's fine. Add it to your oatmeal. You can add it to, um, if you're baking, I use a flax egg instead of a regular egg. And one, again, this is why I just love the plant-based 
way of eating because, you know, I'm making myself a muffin or a cookie and I'm adding fiber to it. And so fiber helps lower cholesterol. It helps with our blood sugar. It helps our digestive system. And all of that in itself is going to help us with our acne. It's going to help us with our bloating. It's going to help us with our IBS. Um, However, with IBS, I will note, uh, if you do have IBS, want to make sure that uh, you're taking more so a fiber sup- a supplement just because the too much fiber can definitely aggravate your um, digestion uh, the yeah your digestion so if you have IBS message me I'll let you know because yes it's probably going to do the opposite of what we want you to do but for most of us um, it is definitely a-okay how do you know if you have IBS again you can shoot me a message find me over on Instagram at Shade Tomaso's Nutrition and I'm happy to um, chat with you about that and again fiber is a favorite of mine and it's only found in plant-based fruit and vegetables um and so it's only found in plant foods and so why it's because animals have bones that keep them together plants have fiber that keep us that keep them together i said us i'm now considering myself a plant amazing um Plants have fiber that uh, keep them together. And so the plant fibers, so the plant walls, which is where we find that fiber, that is the magic. And so it um, helps us eliminate chemicals, toxins, excess hormones, and heavy metals. So even with my gals that have high, est- have, that have um, estrogen dominance, um, uh, symptoms and PMS and all of that I always say like how is your how are your bowels and usually you know the answer I get is that they're constipated and so even adding in the fiber which is fibers such as nuts seeds and again the flax seeds or the chia seeds um, into their day-to-day meals has been amazing um And so foods, again, in their natural state is not going to cause us inflammation. And so that is really going to be great as well for our colon health. So we always want to make sure that we are getting like warm foods, warm salads um, in the fall and winter to help as well ease that digestion. Then we've got the skin, our largest organ. And so if we think about it, this is why, you know, clean beauty has been really big. And so because if we are adding anything on our skin, it goes into our bodies. And that if you're adding tox, like when I say toxins, so chemicals, for example, um, like parabens, like that stuff going into our bodies, it's seeping into um our bloodstream and it's re- it's just causing a whole lot of mess that's going on. So clean beauty, taking out the sulfates, taking out the parabens, taking out the perfumes, taking out the fragrances, which are, um, you know, have a slew of um, um, issues with them from cancerous to uh, hormone disruptors is really big. So Our skin, as we know, protects us from bacteria, virus, as well as chemical toxins. And so when we're 
rubbing something on our skin that has, you know, some toxins on it. It is um, not necessarily, it's not working to our benefit. Ideally, we do want to use natural products as much as possible. And again, here, start small, start small, start small, because, you know, one, sustainability, we don't want to be tossing out everything and then having to buy everything um, as well. And it's also financially kind of silly. So start small, you know, a big thing, especially for us women is your deodorant. If we think about, you know, we have lymph um, nodes in our armpits, our armpits are close to our breasts, and we want to make sure that we are using a natural deodorant. There are so many on the um, market right now. Um, I'm a huge fan of new none it's a local brand i'll put it in the description i used that one for a long time lululemon came out with a spray that i also really like as well and i've been using that um there are some that are good out there and i know a lot of people um are wary about the natural deodorants also i'm gonna share since switching over my um switching switching to a plant-based diet I don't have to wear deodorant a whole lot because my body isn't excreting a lot of toxins. Um, And so which for someone who's as, as active as I am is very interesting. And so that's also something to keep in mind. Like if you do feel like you have to add on, if you have to wear a lot of deodorant, that is also there could, that is also your body saying that there's some stagnation that needs to be addressed. So some ingredients you want to stay away from, um, BHA, BPA, DEA, formaldehyde, um, parabens, perfumes, pegs, petroleum, SLS, SLES, triglycerin, mercury, and those are just a few. So again, when you're in the when you're in the groceries, we're reading ingredients on if we're buying something in a package. When you're at Sephora or when you're buying your skincare, you're also reading the ingredients. Sephora does have a clean line. I haven't dug too much into it, um, but I have bought a couple of, of uh, products from there. Again, if you're interested in knowing about some um, clean skincare, let me know. You can, uh, yeah, again, hop on over to, um, Instagram and let me know if you want me to do a episode on that. Um, some, I would say some of the items that I have seen that are clean, quote unquote, um, still do have things like perfume and perfume is something I definitely stay away from. One, it's an endocrine disruptor. I know my body and I know that that's not something that, well, I know my body and I don't want to add that to my blood, to my skin. And then two, it breaks me out like crazy. So I definitely do not um, subscribe to perfumes and fragrances. Artificial. Obviously, if it's from essential oils, I'm all for it. Um, okay, the next, the next organ is the liver. And so we've got the liver that helps detox um, our body and, and filters our body. It metabolizes our nutrients and gets rid of the chemicals, um, gets rid of chemicals, drugs, and alcohol. Um, it's a huge plays a huge role in keeping our blood sugar stabilized. Um, and again, eating foods that are high in antioxidants and loaded with nutrients, such as beets, is something that is huge and that will definitely help with um, keeping your liver function optimal. And then finally, we've got the kidneys. This, or this, <laughs> this kidney, the kidney is vital. It's a vital organ that processes 
everything. So anything that goes into our system filters through our kidneys, right? And so we want to make sure we're preventing kidney stones and infections and we want to boost our immunity um, and flush out the toxins. And how we do that is, you know, again, a great, um, something great that we can do in the mornings and I'm a huge fan of is our lemon water, right? So that gets, that flushes our kidneys out, makes sure that anything that's in there is not supposed to be, it gives it a really good push so that we are are um, feeling great. In terms of what should we eat, you may be thinking now, okay, so those are the organ systems. That's what helps our body go into um, naturally detox. Now, what are some foods that I can eat? Again, eating uh, a whole foods, plant-based diet, drinking filtered water is going to be great. Um, Eating in season is also something that's really great. So I'll talk a bit about organic versus not organic. I am a huge fan for organic. However, I know that there like there's some question on what to get organic and do I have to get everything organic? So I will say www.ewg.com is a great resource and it has the Dirty 12 and the Clean 15. The Dirty 12, those are the 12 fruits and vegetables that have been, that are known to be sprayed with, sprayed with the most pesticides. So these are the 12 items that you want to get organic the clean 15 and also like you'll when you read it it's usually like the spinach and the strawberries and the apples it's because it's um the 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 skin and and how we eat these items is um we don't peel the skin off right and you shouldn't so if you eat apples and you peel the skin off do not peel the skin off that has the most fiber in it pectin you need it so don't do that um same thing with potatoes as well don't peel the skin if you're buying organic and then also you do still have to wash it of course so dirty dozen and then the clean i call it a dirty 12 <laughs> it's called a dirty dozen uh and then the clean 15 um these are items that you can buy non-organic and the reason being is you're gonna you're gonna peel off the skin so think of foods like avocado or you're not gonna eat it avocado um, pineapples, um, mangoes. There are some items that are on there too, like papaya and eggplant and honeydew and kiwi. Again, it changes per year. So head over to www.ewg.com and they will have all the info. Again, I'll leave all of this as well in the show notes. You guys can just go there, click on it, get your info and it'll be great. Um, fiber. So again, making sure the foods that you're eating are high in fiber. If you are eating a whole food plant-based diet, it will definitely be because fiber is found in fruits and vegetables. Fiber is not found in animal products. So you got two types of fiber. You got your soluble and you got your insoluble, right? So the soluble fiber, that's your fruit, that's your vegetables. Those are your beans, your lentils, and your insoluble fiber, that's your berries um, that we have. So we definitely want to make sure that we're getting both types of fiber. Um, you know, soluble fiber helps with our cardiovascular health. Insoluble fiber helps with our digestive health. And so, again, we're looking for about 38 grams here on average, okay? So even if you buy something, I remember I, I um, what did I get the other day? Oh, I got a, a can of soup because, you know, your girl was tired and was not looking to cook. And um, I get the Amy's Organic Soup 
50% sodium. It had seven grams of protein and about four grams of um, fiber. So that was four grams. And then, you know, I always like add up, I always like to add in some added nutrients in there. So I added in some spices. I added in some um, other veggies in there so I could boost up that fiber content. So if you're getting about 10 to 12 grams of fiber per meal and you're eating your three meals plus your two snacks, then you're you're good to go. Again, if you are following and, and again, adding the veggies too and the lentils and the beans and the chickpeas, a lot of people are like, mm, beans you know they really hurt my tummy hot tip two hot tips first tip hot tip number one uh if you are buying dry beans you definitely need to soak them but if you're buying beans in the can same thing so let's say you want to make a chana masala for dinner so before you go to work or before you head out to do life open up the can wash it, drain it, and then put it in a bowl, put some clean water in and let that sit. That's going to help. It's going to help with the gas situation. So that is going to help you there. And then increasing our fiber and minerals uh, is important because again, it definitely helps with our bowels, and that's colon health. But that's also liver. Um, that's also the toxins that your liver and your kidneys are 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 eliminating. It's now being able to get out of our bodies. Um, again, eating foods high in fiber going to help regulate our blood sugar, stabilize our cholesterol level, control um, you know body weight, regulate our digestion. Also, it requires more chewing, and we all know how much. I talk about chewing your food at least for 32 times before you swallow. And so the more fiber, the more chewing, the also the better your digestion will be. Um, and because we are chewing more, we're being more mindful. So you're not going to be overeating as much. So five foods that, um, you know, five ways to yeah reset the body. Drink more water. Three, four liters a day. Get in your green leafy greens. Start with your lemon water in the morning. Add some ginger. And also add in um, some beets. What we want to stay away from are foods that are high in sugar, processed foods, caffeine, and alcohol. So even if I, but it doesn't mean you can't have sugar. So like I'm a huge fan of dark chocolate. So if you want, you have a sugary craving, have some dark chocolate. It's going to be delicious. There is this one brand I get at um, Choices and Whole Foods. I've seen them at both. It's called Zuzu Bean. They're dark chocolate. It's made with coconut sugar. I think it's like four ingredients. The sea salt fig is just phenomenal um, if you want a suggestion um these but these foods the alcohol the caffeine the sugar the processed foods it is hard for our bodies to digest and puts a lot of strain on our kidneys and just so that we remember our kidneys actually is what helps us um filter everything that we eat and make sure that it is um, our bodies are running optimally that was a big one. I know I'm trying to keep these to um, 30 minutes, but it was a big one. And I had to talk about it because I'm seeing it everywhere on Instagram in terms of detoxes and this and that and the other. And 
I just want to be like, our bodies are doing this daily. We just need to help it. And how we can help it is not by restricting um, ourselves of eating any type of macronutrients. So we need our fats, we need our protein, and we need our carbs in order for our bodies to run optimally. And how you can still have, I mean, how you can still ensure that you're eating properly is by really making sure you're having your greens, you're making sure you're drinking enough water, making sure you're having enough fiber, and you're not dismissing a macronutrient because it's in the long run like we're we're in it for the long run like we got years to go you know and so we need to make sure that we are looking at this in a different way in terms of a lifestyle and not something we do once a month once a year pardon me and then that's it um so I hope this was definite I hope this was helpful um for you and if you have any questions uh, please come visit me over on Instagram that's where I hang out uh Sade Tomasso's Nutrition and I'll leave it in the show notes so that you can click on over and if you have a question a comment um please let me know also if you enjoyed this please um subscribe because I will be doing more episodes uh on holistic living and leave a comment uh, a review and um a star rating as well so thanks again for listening listening um i truly appreciate you i appreciate you taking the time to spend with me um see me over on instagram i also have some really great recipes over on my website at shadetomassos.com and uh if you have any questions yeah i'm here to help thanks everyone have a beautiful blessed day bye